we're going to start off this episode a little bit differently. So first, I want you to picture this. The bell is just a ringing for students to end school. You look around your classroom and see that the desks and counters are already clear. You turn on some of your favorite tunes, organize the inbox on your desk for a few minutes. Your grading is caught up. You're prepared for tomorrow and your room is tidy. You get to decide how to spend that extra time, meaning the time between when the bell rang and when you get to go home for the day. When that time does come, you collect your bag and head for the door. Nothing extra, nothing more than what you came to school with. Is this your dream or is it your reality? We can all agree that teaching is exhausting and some days are harder than others. Wouldn't it be so nice to be able to take some time while it's still during the contract day and relax and kind of unwind and get into the right headspace for going home to your family so that you can really enjoy those times together and not worry about what is left to do for school tomorrow. You can have that life. It does take some organization and systems. To be clear, we are not going to be talking about hyper-organization. That's what you see on Pinterest or Instagram where someone has their classroom like super organized and way color-coordinated and they have matching labels on everything and all of their boxes and everything look great and they it just... I don't know. It almost looks too perfect. We're not talking about that. We're talking about systems that will be behind your organization so that it not only works for you and your students, but it's sustainable. And it also doesn't cost a million dollars. After that, if you want to buy containers and make labels, go right ahead. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. Coming up in December, my new course on organizing your CTE classroom will be available. So today I wanted to give you a sneak peek into one of the four steps of my 4S approach, which is sustain. Also, as a side note, I am pre-selling the course during my Black Friday sale. So if you want to know the latest happenings and being updated on what and when that sale will be opening, make sure to join my waitlist at kristenmasick.com slash Black Friday. So today we're going to be talking about three simple ways to keep your classroom organized in under 10 minutes. And these are three separate ways that you can use that are each under 10 minutes. It's And it's not a specific order. These are just three examples of some of the examples that I give within this module as part of the course. First off, everything needs a home. Your desks or counters cannot be a permanent home for anything. 
In the first step of the 4S approach, it is set in order. And in that step, we will go over how to determine where everything lives. But for this sustain step, we are going to be talking about the new things that may not already have a home. We're talking about extra master copies, a random tool that you bought for a lesson, swag you got from the local community college, or a handout that you just got at the faculty meeting that you may or may may not use in a lesson. If you cannot automatically think of a place where these items can go, you are going to toss it into your quote, I don't know if this needs a home, end quote, container. This should be easy to access, but also something that is out of sight, out of mind. It doesn't really matter what this container looks like. It could be a crate, it could be a box, it could be like a bucket that has a lid on it or a basket, it doesn't really matter because you are not going to be needing to access the things in those in that space really frequently, if ever, but you just need a specific spot because once again, everything's going to have a place. So set a reminder on your phone to clear out this container every month or term. My mom used to have me do this when I was younger, when I would clean my room. I would hang on to everything. The only way that my room would actually get clean is if we boxed everything up that I didn't have a home for. We put it down in the basement and I'd go through it when I remembered. So I hadn't even like set some sort of reminder. And as probably planned by my mom, I would often forget about the box. When I did remember, most of those prized possessions were no longer prized and I was able to toss or donate almost everything. This is the same idea with this container is that you may find a home for it and you realize, hey, I am going to be using that or you might even have a lesson in the next week or two after you do put something in there and you realize that you need whatever you put in there more frequently than you thought before. And so you are going to make an extra effort to make a place for that said item or those papers. So that's the idea of this basket. It's kind of like a catch-all and you're not going to put everything in there. I mean, if you know that something should go in the trash or if you know that something already has a place, still utilize those areas. But this is for those things that you're just not sure about, but you're also not really ready to get rid of them. All right, our next simple way is to use your vertical spaces. So horizontal spaces tend to clutch clutter. So this is because it's super easy to just set things down and forget about putting them away. Like think about kitchen counters. If you look around your classroom lab shop, you'll notice that if anything is out of place, it is probably on some sort of horizontal surface and it doesn't really matter the height as long as you can reach it. So even if it is a tall cabinet, you can still put things up there and it still can be a place where where your clutter seems to gather. So how do we change this? We find ways to store things vertically. We're talking about hooks, magazine racks, and over the door organizers. Think about what you could store in one of those behind the door shoe organizers. I know they've got, these pictures are on Pinterest a lot, like calculators, cell phones, those kind of things. So could you put headphones, tape measures, hot glue guns, um, small supplies or materials that you only have a small amount of 
and so they don't need a huge place to be stored. Another thing to think about is hooks. Hooks are awesome, especially now that you can get command hooks and not ruin surfaces. You can place hooks on walls or even under tables or desks. Do you have supplies that students might need to access quickly and frequently while at their desks? When I was teaching hand drafting, like board drafting, yes, I know um, that doesn't exist anymore, we had a specific kit that students would use. It had pencils, lead holders, scales, a lettering guide, an eraser shield, and other drafting tools that most have never heard of. They were stored in a zippered pouch. Well, you can actually buy zippered pouches now that have a large grommet in one of the corners. They are perfect for hanging from a hook. Slap a command hook or something similar to a desk leg and voila. Students have quick access to the kit without taking up horizontal space and they have everything they need right there whenever they need it. We are now on to our final and third step for today's episode. Set a timer to clear your horizontal surfaces every day. This step could even be implemented today because you don't really have to be organized to have this work. Oh, grab a crate, a basket, container, or box, like whatever you already have. Set a timer for five to 10 minutes, depending on the amount of stuff that you already have on your horizontal surfaces and clear off those horizontal surfaces. I am talking, if you need to, you take your arm and you swipe it on the counter and you let everything fall gloriously into the basket. We are not caring about what is going into the basket. So no thinking, just clearing. We're going to go for a quick win here of clearing the clutter because once those surfaces are clear, your room will automatically look tidy. Now we do kind of have a secret that we just put everything in a box or a bin, but for the time being, we can see everything that should be cleared off. So here's the kicker. You can't just leave all the stuff in the basket. You need to go through that basket. And I would suggest it's right after you actually cleared off the surfaces. Otherwise, it won't get done. So your next step is you need to empty your container and sort and put away the things that were in your container. Now, this does kind of rely a little bit on the fact that you do know where there is a location or everything does have a place. And so there might be some things that you realize that as you pull everything in, you've got like five pairs of scissors and you currently have a place for scissors, or at least you can like put those together. So for the timing, it's not like perfect, but for sustaining your organization, if you are already organized, you can utilize this tip. Okay. Bonus tip on this one. If you already have students doing some sort of cleanup at the end of your class, assign this task to a student they should be able to do it just as easily as you can, especially if you have a place for everything. To wrap up this episode, we are going to review those three simple ways to keep your classroom organized in under 10 minutes. So the first is that everything needs a home, including things that you don't know where their home is. So you need to have a, I don't know where if this needs a home container. 
The second simple way is to use your vertical spaces in order to keep your classroom organized. So we're talking about anything that hangs over the door, a hook, anything that really just keeps stuff off of counters or horizontal surfaces. And then the last tip is have a daily time where you clear those horizontal surfaces by just scooping everything into some sort of container and then organizing them once your horizontal surfaces are cleared. So today we talked about three of the simple ways that you can use the 4S approach and specifically the step on sustain. And we will be going over the three other steps in the approach in the new course. So make sure that if you are interested in getting on that wait list so that you know when things are coming up and getting a special beta pricing, sign up for the wait list at kristenmasick.com forward slash Black Friday. Until next week. Thank you.